Yo, this is Cash from Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I know you're asking yourself, how can I support the podcast grow? Don't worry. I got you covered. Step one, subscribe to our YouTube page by searching Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast or DSC Podcast. When you get there, view some of our videos. Hit that like button and take it a step further and comment on the content. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, DSC underscore podcast. Same thing as step number one, searching Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. Follow us for all updates. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, man, woman, child, or beast. That's how you do it, Cash. Okay? Hey, man. It, it, there can only be one. Listen, welcome to another episode. We're tuning into the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I feel like I feel like we say it so much, man. We shouldn't even say welcome to another episode. We should just say, welcome back to the couch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we don't like even that. we I don't like even that. we don't even mention the number of the episode no, no more. No, we don't need to say the number because it, it's been so many. Um, we got a plethora for you to listen to. Spell so it. welcome back to the couch. I don't believe y'all know the know what episode we on. I think that's the point. But go ahead. Or we don't know when we gonna <laughs> drop it, <laughs> so you can't say the so, number. You don't so want you can't it. say the number. This this may be a hidden tape one day. So you know what? When it comes out, it comes out. So welcome to the couch. It's your man, 50 Grand Hydrico. And in my left ear, I got Mr. Prez. Prez in the building. And on the right side. Cash, man. What's what's going on, y'all, man? They only laughing because we're not in the same place, but I'm standing on my left and right as if we are in the same place. <laughs> but for some reason, they answered like as if it was correct. See, that's what you call chemistry, people. <laughs> Fellas, what's good, man? Well, what's going on in y'all world, man? What's up? Shit. You wanna take it first, uh, Press? Yeah, yeah, I take it first. Uh, I'm saying life's going pretty good, man. Uh, not that that damn All Star weekend over with. Here we go, man. Right, right out the <laughs> gate. Right. Hey, man. That I'm telling real. you, man. If nothing, nothing ruined my weekend. Like thinking I'm gonna get up here, like, oh, I'm gonna enjoy some basketball. Like, I, if it wasn't for the damn XFL, I think like I've been had a ruined sports weekend. But uh, the NBA, I turned this thing on, man, and I'm doing the fine. Celebrity game is on, the celebrity game is on first, <laughs> and I sit there and I watch this, and they sit there. They damn it, Prez, you ain't gonna let me Riders. tell the people how I'm doing. I, listen, nah, nah, I was, nah, I was nah, just nah, we, we <laughs> <laughs> no, so you're gonna get go right into it nah, we're going straight into it we ain't okay. get time for that right now yeah. hey why in the world do they have bridal shower game at an nba game like why are they doing this go ahead presidential party go for it man just go for it i, I, I need y'all to tell me did y'all actually stay past that little point because like bro i was like i think i'm done for the weekend Prez, i think you're the only one who watched that part of it yeah nobody you don't you nobody even really Gives that much. Like anybody who knows anything about the NBA, Friday night is not don't it. Start no, the shit don't start till Saturday when they do the three point con. It shoots stars. Some people watch that, but that really y'all ain't even really all liars. Y'all are all liars because I know a year or two ago we was talking about it with uh anytime Kevin Hart was on it, y'all watch this damn game. So no. don't sit here and say you don't watch this. Not not from the not from the the lens of I'm looking to watch great basketball and, and the best festivities. I'm looking to watch great basketball. I'm just looking not to have no not to go see a bridal shower. Okay, Where's okay. Now let me let me get right to it. The knock go this ahead, nonsense ahead, out, man. Look, the the sport that you adore the most has the worst game as far as Pro Bowl or any, any extracurricular game outside of the normal games. You still 
watch that product or you maybe you don't because you know what to expect. That's the same thing as Friday night in the NBA during all-star game. You know what to expect. Like, so you, I don't even go into it thinking I'm going to expect much. Like I didn't really have an issue with Friday night. And then as a result, you know, I'll let the people know Friday night made you not watch probably arguably the best all-star weekend in quite some time. And then at the end of the day, what kind of respect do you have as a Laker fan and rest of peace to Mamba? Well, you didn't even watch the rest of the week in which in which was Don't dedicated to to, to Kobe. Hold on. Can I go? Can 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 Drico go? Yeah, what kind of guilt me into liking something? It's not a guilt. It's not, a guilt. It's, not a guilt. it's not a guilt because you didn't even watch Saturday and Sunday. So that just eva- invalidates your entire point. If they shouldn't have crappy basketball on in the middle of the season. Like when you talk about the NFL, the Pro Bowl come on at the end of the damn season. It's a different sport, man. Tag me in cash. You got it. You got it. You got it. Go ahead. Go. Okay. I'm about to go WWE Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Off the top rope. Off the top (laughs) rope. Okay. First off, nobody watches the NBA the beginning of the season anyway. Let's, let's, Let's be frank. People watch opening night. Christmas Day, and they watch the latter half of the of the All Star break. We may start watching next month when shit starts to tighten up. So let's start there. First off, you call yourself a Laker fan, Fred. You hit it right on the head, Cash. If you didn't see the tributes they did, first off, if you didn't watch live what Common did when he made that shout out to Kobe Bryant, you have lost five Laker points off your Laker fan card. That tribute that Common did was the tribute, the, the intro to both the, the East and the, West. Oh my God, was one of the coldest things I've seen. If you didn't see the disgrace that was Shaka Khan's rendition of the national anthem, <laughs> damn it, like, had to be Shaka. Oh, it, it was bad. I forgot she was singing the national anthem. That's how you talk about Friday night was bad. Shaka Khan's national anthem was bad. We're not even going to that. So, Friday night, hold on, hold on. Friday night, Friday night, I don't even pay attention to Friday night for the NBA. But let me tell you what you miss being being stubborn. Saturday night, I, that might have been one of the best dunk contests I've seen in a long time. You had two complete high flyers doing some stuff that I can't even do on NBA 2K, let alone in real life. And the all-star game they did something with this new little point thing that has brought back the intensity to an all-star game that you don't see in any other sport i mean you saw the best players in the world going at it like for real for real and you don't ever see that my man what you just missed was basketball entertainment at its finest because you wanted to watch the xfl and her, so, you didn't even mention the three-point contest that was uh, lights out, d- daggers, light lights out. So, and and even those guys that that were um the guy that ultimately won um what's his name from uh, Buddy Hill, Buddy Hill from Sacramento, they were like what what did he score twenty-seven out of thirty? Yeah, yeah. And then uh Booker had twenty-six, like so like you missed a hell of a three-point shootout. You missed one of the best dunk contests since uh Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon got robbed the first time. So, you know, just being stubborn, you know, being frank, you know, you missed out on a great all-star weekend yeah, and nobody watches so, Friday, like we said. So now uh, come back to me right quick because I won't get this straight. So cash, 
undeniably getting cash. Uh, he hit me up. Oh, you missing this common thing? I t- I tapped in for common thing. Uh, common coming on. I probably missed the first little portion, but I caught the worst portion of it. I think, and it just added more anger to me. It was uh when he's sitting there introducing the players, and it's like uh you know like when they do on the YouTube holding up the little cards and like oh a rapper gonna rap whatever I hold up on this card. That's what it felt like with coming. I was like, what in the world is this bullshit? <laughs> what you about the only person that expected some intricate like like that was for no, twenty four. You 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 told me to tune back in. That's what I tuned into. So it was just so that wasn't create. What were you what were you looking for at that point for for him uh, to just, introduce twenty four? Introduce the damn teams. Just introduce. You you just a hard you just a hard person to please at this point. Okay, yeah, and, and uh, if you're talking about the the actual uh, dunk contest, I seen the highlights. It was amazing. But uh, I think they was robbed. They was shooting down for time. The players, I don't think they had the right winner up there in the first place. Uh, what? Yeah. And then for the other little Don't portion, let your Miami uh, bias you, come in. I, 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 don't, no, don't, there come was on. no Miami bias. There was no Miami bias there. Yeah. You know damn well, so Aaron. Never, that, gonna, never mind. Go ahead. I may first. have missed that game, but I think I won uh, because, you know, I just had Hud uh, come over here and just say, look, so, hey, either way to go, I think I won this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they had the little game on, on Sunday. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Hud. The game was good on Sunday. It was, all the changes were really good. <laughs> little deal they did. <laughs> right. So hey, let's go and get it. How you doing, Cash? Like, what, nobody, what you nobody, nobody wants to talk about that anymore. That's over. Nobody gives a fuck. I mean, nobody, nobody gives, gives a, a damn, damn how I'm doing. About how cash has been. You've eliminated that. Like, the All-Star Weekend, no one cares, right? Yeah. It was, it was like, I'm, I'm telling you, like, it took me out of it. They need to retool it. They need to figure out something to do with it. Uh, it needs to be at the end of the season. Uh, it's been in the middle of the season. We're going two weeks without basketball. It needs to be the it, end it of an eight-month season. Sport. They probably just need to shorten up the games. It was a good time when uh, LeBron robbed everybody of that championship when he was in Miami for the All first right. time playing half a season. So, hey, it worked once. Let's do it again. I'm tired of Frank talking from a, a fan perspective. How the hell are they going to make the money that they make shortening the damn season, Frank? Come on now. The, the players' union don't have no leverage. You're just, just speaking from a fan perspective on everything. Like I'm not speaking. Yes, as a fan, I'm telling you, you're putting bad product out there. This is not bad product. You're not uh, a, a you're fan. not a you're not an NBA a, stan. Like you you are a casual watcher. You're a casual watcher, <laughs> just like yourself and HUD. There's nothing wrong with being a casual NBA fan. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop. Did somebody call the security forces? We got an active shooter. Why are you taking shots at me? Cash? I'm just what saying, but boys, y'all know y'all not watching what's going on in Utah with the Jazz and, and their the run. I watched the league pass. But you're not, huh, you can't stay up. You, It's 9.30 p.m., people, uh, Germany time. If we wasn't on this podcast right now, this man would be asleep. You'd be hard-pressed <laughs> to, to fool me into believing that you go back to watch league pass full games and, See and, and, and watch it. what the NBA got us doing? 
It's not got us attacking people. Characters. We're not. We're not. We're just, just I'm so just saying, like, her, her went through. He, he just reminded me how he went through the whole, you know, nobody, nobody really watches it till after All-Star break. That's that's a lot. I watched the entire season. I enjoy the entire season. Like, because, like, I like, I prefer hoops over NFL. I like NFL, but just not as much as NBA. Oh my god! So I mean, I watched the, I watched the entire season. I you know I got league pass too. I don't catch every single game. That's impossible. I catch, but, I catch every game. But I am watching see, what happens to on the women that are listening bums, right now. Te- bum see teams. what happens when it's not good sports on. When we don't have quality sports, we sit here and we tack each other and we uh, take it down here. But we mad at the whole household. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. No, no. Destroys friendships. NBA, please fix this. Let's move forward on it, fellas. Did y'all check out the XFL? Nah, I haven't watched I that all, man. And you tried, you've been trying to guilt trip, trip us as far as black quarterbacks and trying to throw that little nugget out there. I don't think it's working on anybody either. No, I, I, I did watch <laughs> it. I did, I did watch it. And I'm going so, um, to be honest with you. I do think the XFL got something. I think the problem is they just, they, they're not going to be ever sustain it. And I think that buzz they had the opening weekend is already starting to somewhat subside because I think they have one very solid team. I think it's the D.C. Defenders. Uh, I mean, they are pretty much ramshacking everybody. What I love about the XFL is just some of the things they've added to the game, shortening the play clock, which makes you get more football, a lot of out faster, out quicker. The interviews right after you make a mistake, it gives you that, that on-the-field experience a lot quicker. And then some of the commentary, like I seen the quarterback from a team at halftime. The reporter asked this man, what do you guys need to do at halftime? My man said with a straight face, we need to get rid of the whole game plan, change everything. Like you would never get somebody to say that in the NFL. So that I thought was just completely, um, completely different. So, I mean, I think they got something going. Were they ever top of the NFL? No. But it was it's still worth watching. You're kind of right, kind of wrong on some of this stuff. I I, I do like the innovations they've done, uh, starting off with the kickoff. Uh, I, I would love to see something like that innovate, uh, thrown into the NFL. Just off the simple fact, you ain't got people breaking away and uh, going for for six points and nothing on that, but it's somebody touching the ball every time. The ball is actually in play. It's not a bunch of touchbacks. So that little part is a little bit more exciting to me. Uh, as far as the, the teams, it's three teams I see that are freely standing out right now. It's the D.C. Defenders. It's uh, Houston Roughnecks. Uh, and you got the St. Louis uh, Battle Hawks, I think they call. Uh, all those teams look pretty decent. What you do have is a bunch of sloppy, sloppy linemen play. But I think that's just a part of them just being a development league, just coming out brand new. They didn't know what to expect, so they didn't have the right people signing. I hope that they can get that problem fixed. And then uh, – the, the last problem I've been seeing with this league is the quarterback play. Uh, you have uh, Cardell Jones, uh, like the D.C. Defenders quarterback. You got uh, P.J. Walker, the Houston Roughnecks, and then you got uh, a wine guy for St. Louis. They they actually playing pretty decent. But everybody else are still, like all the other teams and all the other coaches are still bringing on like that NFL mindset, the NFL uh, type of quarterback, and they're trying to make them work in this league with, with – uh, 10 times worth lineman play, and these players can't scramble, can't get out of there, so they're just tossing it up, a bunch of interceptions and everything. So that's going to be uh, detrimental to the league if they can't fix that. But you could easily fix that by getting those type of uh, college 
quarterbacks that's not getting drafted, you know, that was still good in college, that type of play could flourish in this league. So it's just a matter of them just rethinking it and getting out of the mindset of the old and staying safe and going a little bit more, uh, just utilizing a different type of talent and bringing a different type of game to it. So Yeah, man, I haven't watched, like I said, I haven't watched a game yet. So um, yeah, it's just a matter of just getting around to it. So, I, I mean, as you was mentioning it, I was just looking up YouTube and to see if they have full games available. So it looks like they do have full games available for a uh, review. So. I mean, I'll, I'll try. I'll try to check it out, man. Uh, I mean, it sounds pretty convincing, but uh, you know, I, I'll see, man. As far as for myself, and you know, just coming to it with a, a open mindset. But like I said, man, it's it's knee deep into uh, the second part of the season. About thirty games left in the NBA, so that'll be my focus, so, man. But I'll get some football in. I'll get some football think, in for sure. I think XFL is just basically, it's like methadone. You know what I'm saying? And if you know what I'm talking about, basically methadone is where they get crackheads when they're trying to kick kick the drug. It's like a substitute. You know, some people just hooked on football. And right now we're feening because ain't no real football. So the XFL is just kind of giving you that fix you need to give you some type of football. And it's a little more aggressive. It's a little faster. It's a little different. But, you know, it's not cocaine. You know, it's like methadone. You know, it's not the real thing. It's just a substitute. Yeah, but yo, on in all honesty, like Perez ain't the only one that has been like champion. It's like uh, you know, several other people I know have been like, "Hey man, you have you watched the XFL yet?" And been really giving it like some props. So I don't think it's nothing to really sneeze at. But I mean, I, I don't know what what do you think as far as the timing of um you know the play? Like it's right around NBA All Star, and then you got March Madness coming up. So do you think they just picked like a bad time frame to to start their season, or do you think like the innovations have pretty much helped it because it's it's been talked about quite a bit. You know what I mean? No, I, I really think that it's like a void out there. And like that, people, America loves NFL. They love the NFL. So that gets ratings and stuff like that. So if you, if you get half or a quarter of the ratings that NFL get, which is still a good little league to put out there. Uh, but I think, just something else being around because we lost arena football. We lost uh We got Canadian uh, football. Yeah. I don't care about no damn Canadian football. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, giving giving uh players another option, like uh, college ain't for everybody, as we know. Like yeah, it took us a while to go back and start going to college ourselves. So like it's not for everybody getting going right off the jump. So just to give somebody another option where they can actually start making money sooner. If the league could turn into that, like uh, a a semi-pro league just to actually give you a couple more years before you go back. Uh, I think that is the best option that we have, just like we have in the NBA with these players going across to overseas to play now and then coming back trying to enter the draft. This will be something very similar within the United States for uh, NFL players to have. Yeah, like I said, man, I'm, I'm you've, you've made a, a pretty good case. So, man, I got like a bunch of joints lined up, so – I'm going to fall asleep to a game tonight because, you know, it's, it's almost, you know, them bedtime yeah. hours over here. But I'm definitely going to throw it on. So what's the uh, the teams to watch? What, what team does Car- yeah, uh, Cardell? Either watch the, DC, watch the D.C. defenders either one of their games or the, the game last week uh, against Houston Roughnecks and uh, St. Louis Battlehawks. That was a good game all around. So you can watch that because both of those was two good teams. So. Okay. I wanted to double back to are we, are we done with XFL? Yeah, 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 we done with XFL, but I, I think people should support. I was just gonna end. People should support, just like uh, if y'all saying 
y'all hate everything about the NCAA, we got to have another option out there. Like, if you don't support nothing else, then NCAA going to continue uh, running these players like slaves like they are right now. So got to make a change. Ex- excellent point. Excellent point. Um, I want to double back to, you know, you touched on the NBA and the All-Star game, but we didn't really touch on, uh, you know, real briefly. You know, I don't want to stay here too long, but briefly with you guys' uh, teams that you guys are fans of, excluding mine. We don't want to talk about mine. There's nothing to talk about here. Um, but you, you got did your mind. Did y'all, have any, did y'all have anybody in the All-Star game? Hey, man, see, there, there we go. I, you know, I, I understand you had to take that shot back. It was necessary. I deserve that. But um, as far as you guys' team are pretty impressive, the Miami Heat and the Lakers. How are you guys looking forward to the stretch run, Um, showing some championship medal? A lot of people aren't believers in the Lakers coming through and pulling this off when it all matters. And then uh, for you, Hub, my question is, you know, with the addition of the uh, the whopping seven-point average scorer, Andre Iguodala, how how do you think that would uh, benefit you guys' team uh, long-term? You guys look like one of the top three teams uh, on any given night in the East, but where, where do you realistically see you guys ending up in, um, you know, the second half? So whoever want to take it first, man. No, I'll let the players go first, man. You know, he got foolishness to say, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, come on now. Are you going to seriously sit here and doubt the person who single-handedly carried the NBA for the, what, past, like, seven, eight years? Uh, LeBron's going to be there. He's going to be ready to play when it's time to play. Uh, that's, that's just the way it is. Like, we've seen that. You say you watched that All-Star game, so you seen what happened at the end of the All-Star game, who the, uh, the ball was in the hand of and who, who's going to carry it through. You also see that Brandon Ingram was uh, on the All-Star team. So, hey, that's another product of the Lakers system. Uh, so, oh, he plays yeah. the oh, team. You know, you know what I also saw? I also saw um, a L.A. Clipper by the name of Kawhi Leonard win uh, the Kobe Bryant MVP award. But carry yeah, on, carry on, carry on. The ball to uh, LeBron. That yeah. was feeding the ball to LeBron. Yeah, he was over there. He was a nice passer. Carry on. Uh, 30, 30 points. Well, carry on, though. Well, it's your point. the first quarter. When you talk about first quarter. <laughs> hey, he also, 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 also <laughs> carry on. Uh, low-key, low-key um, NBA news. Um, the Clippers just got Reggie Jackson. That's no bad. That's Who? no slouch signing. Who? Reggie Jackson from the Detroit Pistons. Please, please tell mm-hmm. me what, what, when the last time you heard that name and what Reggie Jackson is doing in the league. Okay, watch. I bet he do something in the Clippers. I'm, I'm just saying that that's a that's a name right, that we we know. Something. They're they're preparing for PG to be actually hurt again. Uh-huh. That's what they prepare for. The quad gonna have to do it on his own. Again. That, I think they that's did that. They, they did that with Marcus Morris. They, they did that with Marcus Morris. That's a that's a good mm-hmm. filler to let PG get as healthy as he needs to be down the stretch. You can say what you want to say about the Lakers. We know they're going to be there during playoff season, and you know LeBron's going to come to play. So we'll see it when it comes playoff this season, when that's actually start. And if they play a different role, then the game is going to be the watch. It's the Clippers versus the Lakers. Whoever come out of that, got it. Yeah, my, my two cents to end that off is, I, of course, I think those two teams will be there. Not sure if I fully trust Braun in the, in the clutch, man, and I don't know why. I, I And – Hud, you, you, I think you kind of know what I mean here. It's just, it, it comes down to those things like those free throws and him wanting to, to have the ball to make a, de- a decision as far as, um, you know, doing things that he needs to do. If he's bigger and stronger than the guy, back the people, back the person down, not bailing out a team by shooting a, uh, a fadeaway three pointer. You know what I mean? 
those type of things, like just going to the rack, getting fouled, and, and stepping up to the plate and, and, you know, making free throws down the stretch. That's the only thing I worry about when they get to the Clippers is those games are going to be tight, and it's going to come down to, you know, some some man-up moments. Who, who, who won that All-Star game? Team LeBron. Who had the ball in their hands? What two players to win that game? Lakers. Oh, okay. Yeah. We there. We ready. But, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't happen without the grit of some Don't other talk guys. about clutch. You know it was a team effort. But, but her, man, we, enough, of, enough of the Lakers and this, this craziness. Hud, you there? You up? Yeah. Are we waiting was, on you? Oh, no, I'm waiting on you. about Jimmy Buckets and uh, how his team's going to get there. Of course I'm always ready. Okay, here we go. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> that boy does. <laughs> We got the live. We got the. We got to be in person to pod with this man, boy. Uh, <laughs> well, you you give him a, how you take how you take brief periods in the pod to nap. <laughs> like y'all people listening, y'all gotta really understand this man got a problem. He ain't been checked out for. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> oh. It's bad, man. You could be talking to him and he have his eyes wide open and be asleep, man. Like this, this you, really, <laughs> you really need to get checked out, man. I'm not worried about you. Dude, you know when it's bad? I'm gonna tell you when it's bad. When you can, when you start to realize, you know how some people if they in a briefing and they get sleepy, they'll stand up. And when you stand up, that's supposed to keep you awake. But when you stand up and you still can fall asleep, it's over. That's a real, it's a real art to that type of shit, right? Bro, it don't matter. Man, you need, to, you need, to, you need to claim narcolepsy for real. I don't know what type of percentage you're gonna get with that, but Dude, uh, it's already, it's on that record. It's already on the record. But anyways, now that I'm awake, um, let's talk about the heat. So first off, you know, I I like how you tried to dress down the points per game of Andre Iguodala. I think what the Miami Heat did was they positioned themselves for a playoff series. It's not about winning regular season games. I think we'll finish the three of the two seed once it's all settled, said and done. But I think we are the one team in a playoff series that no team in the East wants to face. Believe it or not, in a seven-game series in the East, I think we, we are capable of beating anyone. I think the hardest team we're going to face, there's two teams I think that's going to give us going to give us our, our weight and goal. Those two teams, actually, there's really only one team I don't want us to play. That one team is Boston. It's not Milwaukee, it's Boston. And the reason why it's not Milwaukee is because as great as Giannis is, we now have multiple perimeter defenders to throw at, throw at him. Not that they're going to stop Giannis because you don't stop Giannis. But we have multiple perimeter defenders to throw at him. Whereas in before we had Jimmy Butler and Justice Winslow never stayed healthy. But now when you start thinking about perimeter defenders, everybody talks about the pickup of Andre Godala. The person that you really kind of sleeping on, so Jay Crowder plays great for him. He's a great 3 and D type of guy to add to the team. So that was also a low-key great pickup for us. But you think like Boston, with, as much as he moves around the league, you think you just think that's just the nature of the game. He's always been thrown in trades, but you still you still like his game nevertheless. I still like his game. Okay. I still like what he brings. I still like his game. I like what he brings to what he brings to the table. And I think he just gives another great rotation of piece of what we already have. But now when you start thinking about Boston, what where Boston becomes a problem is Boston has so many individual scores and perimeter players 
that it's hard to defend them, especially you got Kimba, you got Haywood, you got Ty, um, what's that boy name? Brown, you got um, Tatum. I mean, Boston can really come at you from a lot of different angles. And Milwaukee bam. don't have that same. And, and Bam. And, and, bam plays for us. I'm not just saying, Bam is just, woof. Like, I'm, I mean, like, that's going to be, I, I didn't know he was as good as he was, man, until I had that. Oh, yeah, no, we, yeah, yeah. Listen, Bam, Bam out of Bayou is honestly, right now, probably top three big man in the East. I mean, as far as what he brings, but what's cool about Bam is that he's not the traditional big. He don't have the outside jump shot, no. But, I mean, his mid-range game is passing ability. He's athletic. And I've seen him even bring the ball down and just kind of yeah. just go to work on people. So it, his game continues to flourish. He's definitely not leaving Miami. What Miami has as Kobe, we can shoot the lights out of the gym. No lead is safe. Defensively, we're going to be sound. Because when we put in the defensive lineup, Iggy and Butler and the rest of them, man, good luck trying to score. Good luck with that. So we, we will Eastern Conference Finals. I think anything less than that is a disappointment. Yeah, man. I, I think, I mean, like I said, man, the same thing you mentioned as far as you guys shooting lights out is, I think, the same thing that um, may be underrated in your Milwaukee. Um, this year, Milwaukee's better just in terms of the guys that they had there already have gotten better, and they are a little bit better sh- uh, three-point shooting. So it's just the ability of whether you can stop, because you're going to stop Giannis to the point of he's not going to do his normal thing because, you know, stop Giannis from driving and doing what he want to do at will, those guys are going to have to hit their shots. But it's, I got the feeling this year they're going to hit their shots at a higher clip rather than fade away when when it's not Giannis to the rescue. So continuing through uh, our my drought of sports this weekend for the NBA because of that All-Star game, I ended up watching that 30 for 30 uh, Michael Vick. Y'all check it out? No, I didn't catch the the video version, um, but I did catch the uh, the re the I think it was probably like thirty minute recap with uh, Bomani being interviewed uh, on ESPN on his uh, his podcast. So tell us tell us about it as far as the visual, man, because I, I got my review as far as the Bomani thing. Oh, the visual that thing should have came on with a DC logo or a Marvel logo. We'll talk about a certified hero, Michael Vick. <laughs> what? Where are you where are you going with this? After seeing that that documentary, I was just like, bro, like this dude is the definition of resilient. And then like he had all this skill, went through the problems he went through. Media, everybody against him still comes out on the right side of this and continues to be a role model to this day. That's the definition of a hero to me. You know, go through a little adversity, come out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh and and then out to promote and lead for the kids, man. That that was the gist of what what you got out of there. I could tell you go down and break it down to y'all, but I know a hub wants to watch this uh, documentary, so I ain't gonna ruin the part. It's, all, it's already happening. A little bit more shocking. <laughs> so, oh, what can you ahead? what can you tell them that they don't already know about the situation? Oh, okay, I won't just tell you. <laughs> he had hit, the whole little point of it. Like, was Vic had his boys that was with him, and they was definitely bad influence. Vic came out of the hood, and he kept, he brought a lot of the hood with him, and. It took him a while, basically, to realize, like, you can't help everybody. Yeah, That's what the documentary. But it went in a lot more detail about these people that he was just, he was just, uh, you know, he was getting out. And he was trying to bring everybody else out with him. But the people he was bringing out didn't want to work, don't want to do nothing. So they was looking for the easy route, just like they would continue to do if they was in the hood. 
And if that was dog fighting where they can go gamble and bet a hundred dollars here and flip that and make that into a thousand or something like that, that's what they was looking for. They still didn't all want to go out and get jobs, even though they was afforded a better situation than they was in Richmond, you know, in Virginia. So. And I think that that entourage point, man, and I hate to go back to, to LeBron, but that's even more impressive of what LeBron does and who he has around him and how he kind of uplifted in the friends that, you know, he kind of brought in because those those dudes are all doing great things in various different avenues of of sports you know what i mean and you know you, the team that you surround yourself with no matter where you come from is, is critical but when i was listening to the podcast um you know and bomani jones was all over the the video one from what press tells me but he was just kind of speaking to how you know even to this day man and when he was trying to redeem himself and get in the league and all the people that stuck up for him like herm edwards and then uh, Herm Edwards said something that was really um, deep for me as far as like, damn, it It had to be Herm Edwards to say it as far as um, other murderers and, and rapists and things like that, that Roger Goodell let back in the league. But this guy who appears to be contrite and he's trying to redeem himself, you won't give him a second chance. And he was holding it against Vic, um, Roger Goodell, that is that he did not uh, tell the truth to him the first time about the fighting with dogs. And it was like, man, he was scared. He's a young dude, man. He wanted to stay in the league and thought it would blow over and he thought he could get away with it. He messed up and he's trying to, to work it out. So, you know, if it wasn't for people like that being his mentor and sticking up for him, he probably wouldn't still, you know, have made his comeback. And, you know, and to this day, man, people still don't forgive Vic for it. And it, it is what it is. But I found it, like you said, Prez, it was kind of, um, it's that redemption, man. He still goes out and re- apologizes for it every single still, time still, it's brought up, no matter how long ago it was. And he accepts it that he screwed up and never gets frustrated that some people, you know, can't see that. Hey, man, I did it. I'm trying to recover. I'm apologetic. And he continues to be apologetic. So, you know, and you know how broke he was, man. I didn't know how broke he was. Did you, did you, uh, did they dive into that? Oh, yeah, they definitely dived in that little portion. And then uh, I would tell you, shout out to T.I. Like, I, I got, like, a lot more respect for those, for T.I. out of this because uh, he said he came out of jail and he noticed he was, like, negative $250 or $250,000. Uh, $2,500 in his account. Okay. And uh, T.I. hit him up, like, the second day he said he was out. And he was like, oh, are you good? And he was like, yeah, I'm good. And then he was like, nah, nah, are you really, really good? And he was like, nah, man, I could use like 50. T.I. He said T.I. shot him 75, like right there on the spot. And that helped him get back on his feet, get everything else so he can start getting his business and mind right. Uh, and then, you know, as we know, he went to Philly after that. Came back out of that on the right end, end up with the $100 million that he actually lost uh, at, at Atlanta. So. Like I said, it's a superhero story, man. Just fighting through adversity, man. Basically, the Batman of this situation, man. Somebody to look up to and still continue to uh, promote and do things right in the community. He realized with the dog fight that it was wrong. Oh, that was something else up in that documentary, man. When they was talking about the dog fight, it was clear. They had the prosecutors and stuff on there. It's a common little thing in their area. The prosecutor Originally, it was supposed to be prosecuted in his home area, Virginia, whatever. 
but the prosecutor didn't want to prosecute that portion. He was just downplaying the dog fight because, as it seemed from that documentary and the way he was giving off, like, that's coming. The cops and everybody that was coming was thinking they just turned the blind eye to it. But it was uh, Peter actually getting involved and getting the FBI involved. And that's what drove that case to, like, digging up the dogs and get him getting all those little charges on it. And then the minute they found that out, he said his boys would have took the rap. But what's the point of them taking a the rap when that's not what they want? They were never going to let them take the rap. They wanted Mark. They wanted the they big wanted fish. Big it was name. it was the yeah. name all along, just like it is yeah. in, in most stuff. Like, if they can make an yeah. example out of it and get headlines and press for it, even, exactly. even, even better, man. So, but, yeah, if y'all, yeah. I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, what the doc is about three hours long, three parts. Yeah, really. it's two parts. It's oh, a part parts. one. It's like yes, yeah, yeah. So it's like three hours long. I think it's like an hour and a half each one. But it was definitely good. Definitely yeah. worth watching. All right, man. So yo, this one isn't on the the schedule. Uh, but uh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna test this one out here. What TV shows, movies y'all been watching? It. I mean, I know we haven't even had that segment on in a while as far as our, our couch potato segment, man. So, man, well, what y'all been watching, man? I've been busy, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to catch a whole lot of things, but a few, I caught a few things, man, so. You know, honestly, I've been kind of watching some older shows that I really was catching up on, um, that I really kind of was watching and I fell off, so I kind of went back to them. Like, some of your basic stuff, excuse me, like the Black Lightning I've been watching. So it's just old stuff, nothing really new, new. Um, I have the new show that I did watch, and I'm hoping it's a new episode. It's 50's new show for life. Yo, on point, son. Very good show. Um, that uh, just that just came out, right? The uh, that just that yeah. just came out. Fifty Cent got a little talent for producing these little TV shows, man. So definitely get that. I finished Power. Um, I don't know if you finished it yet, so if you yeah, have, I finished it, of course. Tyreek, I hate him. Like he's just the worst son ever. Yeah, he ain't got no, he ain't got no manners, man. First, first kid in history to have his father in his life and and kill him. First black kid, we, <laughs> black kid finally get a father. What does he do? He kill him. Yeah, man, they would. I mean, we, I, I just kind of was annoyed. I'm, I'm glad it's finally over. Hood. I, I just want, I just want to add that. Like, uh, well, but 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 she, but then now they're doing like eighteen spinoffs of it. Like, I don't even realize. Yeah, that. the pe- the people gonna have to pull me in for that one. The the people gonna have to speak on it. Like, oh, this is good. They 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 gonna have they to speak. They got spinoff of Power. Like, they, they got, got like several five, spinoffs, man. Several spinoffs. They got like five Power books. That's something cool. Hey, folks, you know how you can support DSC Podcast? Simple. How? Tell them how. It's easy, man. It's, it's a bunch of ways, and I'm about to get into it here. I know we waited to 50 minutes to say that, but whatever. We're here now. So we have a new uh, Patreon account, you know what I mean? And we're going to drop that here in the, in the links or the description. Basically, we have several tiers on how you can pay. You can start for $2 a month, $5 a month. And if you want to be at our, our premium platinum level, it'd be about $10 a month. You want to see us get our audio better? You know what? We can do that. You want to see better visuals and, and all that good stuff? We can do that as well. You know, you want to see us do more live podcasts and, and get out there. You know, but this this stuff costs. You know, we, we need equipment costs. We, we have all these different types of fees. Uh, you want to hear the boys sound great, like I said before. Padrico and, and Prez and Cash, we, we're going to split at some point and not be co-located. Kind of like we're recording now. We need equipment. Hey, hey you know. And we broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, 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 let's sell that. Let's sell that. Yeah, we broke. Oh, we so broke, y'all. 
and we need it we need it so you know there's there's different things we need to you know make this thing better you know whatever and also we will take your suggestions if you want we want to make you a part of the show so even if you pay a certain fee you have say so on what we talk about hey i would like you guys to talk about this segment a lot more if you're a paying customer you know what we have to do that the customer's always right we will definitely take you up on that and interview the people that you want to interview you know you have a say so in it so this doesn't come without them you get content beforehand like there's a whole lot of different things we're doing but we're gonna roll that we talk out. About, we talk about early episodes. We talk about we talk about interviews. gear. We're talking about we're hoodies, talking about gear, t-shirts. We're talking about merch. We talk about autographs. You know, I, I just put autographs in there because I always want to send my autographs to somebody. But I think you, you know, I mean, living. How much do we have to like donate or give to have a video of HUD watching Jameis Winston? throw all his interceptions and breaking down what went wrong on that situation yeah we we can do things like that we can just go <laughs> on sunday and and, and have a, a live camera recording you know and, and just watch those type of things if you really want to see him go through misery yeah yeah we're here for it all you have to do is say that you know but here he, here's the thing we will work as hard as you guys you know allow us to work but you know if this is for the people and this is what we're doing it for you know just just help help a brother out so like i said we're gonna give you the website you can look in what tier you want to um you know pay for it's moving forward and, and we'll roll it out to you and make sure we follow through on our plan you can always pull back it, it is not like a year subscription it's month to month um second thing there's something on this uh this social media thing you know call algorithms here out here so i don't want to insult anybody's intelligence that knows about it already but for the people that don't know when you just like like it that's that's cool when you like anything on facebook instagram even twitter that that's cool but what's more important is that you share what's more important is that you comment what's more important is that you engage the more you engage on our post and don't send us individual message like yo your pod was dope i really like it while we appreciate it that does nothing for that does something for us internally but it does nothing for us on the social media space where we promote this and try to to flush this thing out a little bit more to more people and get more listeners so we just actually asked that hey if you like anything about the episode or if you don't like anything about the episode you know go straight there so not to say that we don't want to talk to you one-on-one but address your issues in the comments that's that's where we're truly going to shine as far as far as that goes so i just want to be more direct in how you guys can help us get our 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 voices and, and word out there boys so that's all I wanted to say. I want to take a little time to say that. And uh, at some point, hopefully the people will listen. Man. So, um, but where was I with the, with the show? Were you done with the shows, Rico? So, uh, but yeah, man, I've, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm telling y'all, this is, this is real life. That narcolepsy shit is real life, y'all. So uh, there's just a few I want to kind of get into that I've been watching. So, of course, uh, Narcos season two, the one in Mexico came back out. So I want to definitely get to that. Um I think it's called The Stranger on Netflix is the most recent uh series that I just finished. That was awesome. That was like one of those silent killers on Netflix where it's like, oh, let me check this out. And, and it's, it's really good, man. It's about this uh this female that comes into several people's lives and she just drops bombs on there about their personal life. Only things that she knows from looking them up on the Internet. And you kind of go from there. It's a wild story. And 
the end is not too predictable. Um, but I'm not the best person to talk about that. Like I'm always surprised that endings. I never see shit coming. So, but if you if you're a TV watcher like me, you'll definitely like the strangers. So those are the two uh, things that I'm watching right now. It's a bunch of other things, but those are the two kind of stand out so far that I've been watching recently. How about you, Prez? Anything reading wise or movie, TV show wise? Uh, yeah, we'll start with TV show wise. Uh, I'm actually. I know Westworld season three about to come out. So I'm finally backtracking. I only made it like halfway through season two. I'm finishing that up. I'm like two episodes away from finishing that. Getting excited for season three. Uh, it was a good show. I don't know why I stopped. I just stopped stuff halfway through. It's just me. Before you uh, get to your next show, can I cut you off real quick before I forget it? Because I'm yeah. terrible. My, my memory fails okay. me. Uh, I think it's called, this is one show that a lot of people have been talking about that I've been meaning to get to. It's called The Outsiders on HBO. Or the oh, outsider. Man, that's my next, I, that was that, no, that was what I was gonna talk about. Next. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, a lot of people have been talking about that. A lot of people's opinions. Uh, you know, random people you follow on Twitter or just personal people that you know that like, yo, check that out. So, that's definitely yeah. on my list to to do. Um, it's right up my alley. So, I forgot everything yeah. that everybody said it's about. And if you if you know Prez, you can kind of lead people in and see if they you know if they want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh. Yeah, like I said, I, I watched Westworld, so I got my HBO subscription back popping for a little bit, trying to catch that up, and uh, was watching that, and I got sidetracked, and I ended up turning on that outsider because it just popped up in the feed, and I was like, oh, let me check this out. Watch one episode, and I was like, whoa, like it just—it's a detective Wait, so, story. Yo, so you like, set your joint up with the with your uh, TV, like your IP Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, all right. I, then I, I need to, uh, you need to show me. No, I didn't say that with the TV. I got a new, uh, Amazon stick, man. So, okay. Like, yeah. So yeah, I need to upgrade all my Amazon sticks so I can. Yeah. 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 That on oh him. yeah, bro. Like it was a big speed bump from the last time I jumped. It was, it's, it's amazing. That, oh, uh, all right. So I'm going to go get, just need yeah, to pay go get... $40 and upgrade. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do that uh, ASAP. Okay. Uh, I hit you back with some more stuff, uh, after this, like after we get off here, but yeah, so. It's basically a detective story about like uh they got a murder, kid murder, uh turns all the signs points to this one person. But as y'all know, like they telling you that at the beginning of the show, like it's probably not. It's probably something else a little deeper into it. And it definitely goes on a weirder uh side. I guess it's based off of Stephen Stephen King book, so you know how those go. The the movie the T V shows of Stephen King books haven't always did well, but I'm telling you, HBO doing this one is it's on point. Like it got me hooked. I'm trying to speed through uh actually Westworld now to get to that show. Okay. Hate that I like just pop one episode in in between it. So cool, cool, yeah. cool. Hey, bring definitely something to look out to. Hey, uh, uh, as far as books, I just finished up the Jay Z, Michael uh, Eric Dyson, the one that he wrote. Okay, bro. I'm gonna tell you, I thought I was a hip hop nerd. I want to resend my title. I don't deserve it. <laughs> After like reading that book and like going through it, he goes in depth. I want to actually sign up for his class. Yeah, man. Like, oh man, he breaks it down. Had me going back through all Jay Z old albums and actually uh, trying to see and decipher it with him a little bit. Like, trying to see if I could find something that he didn't find within the uh, the lyrics to get my title back. Uh, but. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's definitely a, a dope read. Like, so if you like a a Jay Z fan, but like you know you don't go too far back in his catalog to you know 
kind of understand what was going on during certain times and reasonable doubt and what he actually saying in the, the double and triple entendre was like Michael uh, Michael Dyson actually breaks that that down. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely recommend. I'm about midway through, so just just a little busy, but uh, yeah, man, no, that's a really good book. I'm gonna uh, pass you off with decoded as well. It's a book that came out by Jake set like several years ago um but it's, it's kind of in that same vein but it's from uh from jay's uh point of view and, it, and just like main thing that he was saying was just like the, the, his lines and how he's been bigging up black culture and actually deciphering and telling you how to get the way out of make that transition for a, a long time it's like it's decoded like up in there a little bit like he uh he was always telling that's that's the route to go. So you can't stay the street forever and, sur- and survive and succeed. Like, so you need to make that exit. And as a lot of people right now would say, like, oh, he's too artsy, like telling you to go Tom Ford, get all these paintings on your wall, Basquiat all the time. It was always sprinkled up in there. It's just now he's up to that level and he's telling you where you need to be at to make even elevate yourself past that. So if you ever want the old Jay-Z, go back to the old Jay-Z is eventually – all going to eventually lead up to where he's at right now anyway, or how your growth should have been from a childhood, uh, from a young man to a, a, a actual grown man and supporting your family. So <laughs> basically how it walks down to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's a good, good breakdown. Um, I'll briefly describe, not describe, but just mention two books. I'm not going to go, um, too much into it. So, uh, I just recently got two books and they're, they're, they're pretty, uh, the first one um, that I started reading was they're both by Malcolm Gladwell. Gladwell. Uh, the first one is called Talking to Strangers. So that one came out last year. And then the other one is Outliers. So been meaning to get those books for quite some time. So I, I can't wait to to get in there. So um, he's what the, you you read the tipping point as well. So I think he uh, he wrote that one as well. So if you're a fan of Malcolm Gladwell and you don't have those books, man, definitely add it to the arsenal. Um, so far, so good with talking to strangers, and I'll give you guys an update with the uh, the outliers book. Cool, but uh, last but not least, man, let's let's, let's get into your boy Wheezy. Oh, you talking about the, the Wayne drop? The Wheezy, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna talk about it. Uh, I guess, oh, man. I guess we, I guess we got to, man. Uh, yeah, I guess you can tell Jay-Z by my tone. And you talk about the growth, and you you had the old Wayne walking it through, and just he went from. What everybody say, hey, what, get your shine on, uh, bling, bling. Uh, then he went to the Rafferty Rap, and then he was the greatest rapper alive. Uh, he's damn near hitting 40 now, so you know it's about time for him to start giving it back and start mentoring and stuff, just like we do, right? That's, that's, that's what you expect, right? Right. You ain't getting that out of this. You still got the <laughs> same old <way. laughs> But what mm-hmm. he did go back to, he went back to mixtape Wayne, and I appreciate mixtape Wayne more than I like the uh, album uh, Wayne, the song, the album Wayne. And I know that's not everybody's cup of tea. I know that you ain't gonna have the songs that kind of like jump at you at, at a certain point. But if you go into it just for lyrical content and going, uh, going for something, somebody to continue to elevate, that's Wayne on this. So just the stuff that he was able to come with on here, like mahogany, but. I like Bing James, uh, Ball Hard, any of the standouts for y'all? Uh, I'll let her take this one. Yeah. So, <laughs> I listen, I heard it. God damn it. Y'all ain't going to talk about me. 
this none of, none of this none of this will be edited out everybody everybody has to see this <laughs> it's, quite hel- it's quite hilarious man. Y'all, I, listen i'm about to surprise you i'm about to shock i'm gonna show you how great i am my brother listen um when you go to the album when i first heard it let me let me let me go back the first four songs i was really impressed i was like this dude wayne is on it except for i think the third song he had one line in there that almost ruined the whole album, man. Like, the whole <laughs> album. And I really don't even want to repeat the line because I feel like, I feel a certain type of way about it, but I have to for the necessity of our listeners. He says some line. I'm just going to say he was talking about um, breastfeeding the, the baby, and then he was, it was sexual acts going, it was just bad. Like, he he'd have kept that. And then he had the audacity to loop it. I wasn't saying that part. <laughs> like he looped and he said, "Yeah, I looped it." Like I was really disappointed in him on that. But like the the song Bruno came out, he straight murdered it. The mahogany dashboard, he killed it. Like he was really going in. I think twenty four tracks is a bit too much because he didn't carry it the whole way. But then I was disappointed. But then I went back and listened to the album again. Like. Did y'all like that song, um, Piano, was it Piano Keys? Or? Piano Tap. At first, I didn't like it, Then I, but then I realized I never gave the damn song a chance. But once I realized it, that's a hell of a damn song. Like, that second part of it, when he goes to spit and start talking about Hedo Turkaloo, it, it was great. So, I actually turned out to end up liking the album. Still not his best work, but it was much better than what I gave it credit for. So, I'm still, but I'm a Wayne fan. So I don't think it was ever going to kind of fade off. Yeah, and that's the thing about it. Like, if you a Wayne fan, this is this is Wayne. This is Wayne. Uh, this is mixtape Wayne. And you, if you like that, you're going to continue to like this. And this is him free from a label. So he, this is what he want to put out. He's going to put out what, just like we had with the Eminem just a while ago. That's what they want to continue doing. This is, this is what you're going to get. And. I think this 2020 so far, the Eminem album, this Lil Wayne album, this is the type of hip hop that prayers love. So it's a, it's a great year for me so far. Yeah, man. And I mean, with that said, man, I haven't revisited either one. And I mean, that, that there's a, there's a lot of reasons for that. It just well, keep your hate going in 2020. I, go. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it going. Like <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm gonna just if I if I can't. If I don't feel it, I don't feel it. If it, you know, if it don't resonate with me, I, I just can't make myself listen to to this stuff anymore. And again, you go into it fully knowing, like you already knew what type type of time it was by song three, uh, what type of album this was gonna be. But damn it, if I was like, damn, I can't wait for this to go off. Like, I, I didn't want to listen anymore. And it's just like like HUD said, the sheer number of songs that kind of it drains you some after of, after some, a while. Some of them wasn't there. Like I'm not gonna front. Some of the songs there was just complete misses, and then some of them was way too much auto tune and like I had a dream. Like that like, he could have kept. Like he could have uh, played that, that in the bathroom. That's the worst song. Yeah. Hey, yeah. No, let's not. Even, yeah. That that song wasn't on the album. Yeah, so there, there. I mean, I, that's with, the one with Triple uh, X, Extension, whatever. Yeah. His name right. Is, with right? with twenty yeah, with nah. twenty twenty four tracks, and I'm not sure if all every last one of them are actual full songs. There may be. I don't know if they're skits. Or not, but it's not like I didn't listen to it. But you, I mean, no, we gotta, we gotta get through. Like, I'm glad that it took us this long to actually 
um, talk about the Wayne and not try to be the first person, the first people to review it and do all this within a week because then I would have had even far worse review because then it would have felt like a chore to have to get through those 24 songs and actually only like about six. You know what I mean? So that's that's where we at. I mean, it's mixtape Wayne. Like, I don't like a lot of mixtape Wayne stuff. Like, there's been there was a lot of evil empires and all of them wasn't hot. Like, we can we can all agree with that. Um, but that doesn't take away from the legacy and the fact that that man can rhyme when he in his bag, he in his bag and he's in his bag for a lot, a lot of these songs. Like, you know, I said six songs, just throwing that out there as, as a number, but there are some songs on here I like, um, but it will be treated. That heart goes hard. Yeah, it does. Hard and hard and fire. Hard and fire. That's on, you know, my What's little playlist. Faster Satan songs. That one go fire to me. Yeah. So there's a lot of joints on here that, that are fire. Uh, but you know, it's uh, prayers. You know how I am with music, man. You know when I really dig Thank something, you. I'm 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 tracking you down. I'm calling you immediately after I listen to it. So you know when I like an album. When I don't, man, we 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 don't talk about it till we get to the pot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's it's cool. You know the M is cool. They're just getting older, man, and um the the hunger okay. the hunger and the passion is still there, which I appreciate, and I. I I'm I'm all for the old the OGs dropping, but that don't necessarily mean that it you know is is dope every time they they got some things in there and it, it it'll be like I, I view I view these albums these last two Eminem and Wayne albums as like Jordan in a Wizards uniform and, and that's where I'll end that. Everything is an art form. Some people are gonna like it. Some people are gonna say it's a masterpiece. Some people are gonna hate it. Uh, right now. Zach P is at the point where uh, hip hop is dead. So uh, <laughs> no, he's an R and B type of dude for twenty twenty. Just like the ladies. What did you think of the Justin Bieber album? I ain't listening. That's to a it. better question for you. Oh uh, well, you know it sounds real polished, man. Uh, like some some <laughs> really polished R and B. But uh, you know that that ain't my type of twist, man. I ain't never listened to Biebs, and I don't think I'm gonna ever start. But you know, if it had some good songs on there, I'll definitely add it to. You know, when I'm trying to just smooth it out, man. I can't really uh get with all that man but uh you know before we kind of get out of here man and uh you know i know us you know we don't really listen to to uh, some of these younger guys and, and pop smoke i don't know if you guys are familiar with him but uh but yeah man he was just uh shot and killed in la he's a um artist up-and-coming artist that was uh from brooklyn so you know my hometown um i just listened to the album a couple weeks i think it dropped like two three weeks ago um at the top of the year and, and this kid had quite a buzz man um if you saw his promo run in the last few songs he dropped over the years so of course i keep i'm in tune with that type of stuff because you know i got people back home that say look out for this this young dude or whatever so he had some high energy music um it was definitely for the clubs and, and for the gym and you know he wasn't really saying a lot but that's neither here nor there man just rest in peace to him and it's just a lot of a lot of senseless, senseless violence, man. So that that's that you know, every time these type of things happen, man, that kinda hits me hard and I, I reflect on life, no matter whether, you know, this this rapper is the most popping rapper, like a, a Nipsey Hustle or down to somebody that just up and coming, man, it's just unfortunate. So wanted to put that out there as far as the, you know, pop rest in peace to pop smoke. But um, you know, kinda moving on to some of the other things that I, I do listen to that I, I have liked recently was uh you know did you got you guys know who d smoke is right from the uh that T. Yes, yes yes okay have you listened to black habits yes Yo, now that is d something smoke? that's been on repeat 
Yo, Prez, do you know about D Smoke? Tell me about it. Hold on. D Smoke is called is D the letter D and then Smoke. Uh, the album's called Black Habits. That shit is fire, and he is a lot of Kendrick comparisons already, like the tone of voice and everything like that. And I won't say he don't sound like Kendrick, but he has his own flavor. And he is he is Kendrick, but the thing that he flips that that he can flip into the Spanish thing, and he. And he does a real good job of kind of balancing between the two. Yeah, the Spanish thing makes me laugh a little bit. Yeah, he got a great delivery. He makes me laugh a little bit with the Spanish thing. Sometimes it's like, yo, why why'd you throw the Spanish in on this song? But I mean, I know he he trying to separate himself to be different. Um, but I don't mind it uh, in the grand scheme of things because I know what he's trying to do. But I really really like that album as far as hip hop. And then uh, the other two that kind of have grown on me believe it or not is uh that russ album shake the snow globe i've never been a russ i've never been a russ fan i've always liked his asshole nature and how he comes off and cocky and and wants his respect because you know part of me roots for the underdog and people who don't get respect that actually show and prove but the other people that out here shuck and jive they get all the glory i don't you know what i mean i just have a personal reverence for those those type of artists so um, but yeah, man, this this one I've actually listened to and, and gave him a chance, and yeah, I really I really dig it, man. It's just got a a polished sound, but overall, man, it's a good listen. And then last but not least, man, the OG Yo Gotti, Untrapped. Uh-uh. No, so I'm gonna tell you something yeah, real quick. I never really listened to Yo Gotti, but then I started listening to this new album, and I know you're like, "Huddy, what are you doing listening to all this music, right?" I started listening to it. Part of it because somebody was asking me, "Hey, have you listened to this?" I'm like, "No." Yo, God can actually rap his like, ass off for real. It's, like for it's, real, for it's real. nothing but game. It's nothing but like OG art because he's our age. You know what I mean? So it's nothing but older dude type game, and it ain't. I mean, he got his little poppy songs as far as that. You know what? You know what that song gonna do in a club or on the radio, right? But man, he got the joint, big homie rules. Uh, what's the one with um? They ain't want me to know. Uh, what's the other one? Trapped and and know your worth. Like he got a lot of joints on where where he just talking that talk, man. And I like when cats is just talking that bravado talk about being the boss and how to move out here. As far as you know, mo- just that motivation, mo- motivational music, kind of like you know Jeezy or Jeezy still makes. You know, whenever he drops. So I'm definitely digging those those three as far as um recent releases. And but if I had to say anything to start with, folks. It would be that D smoke black habits. So, can I speak on something real quick? Oh, for sure, man. Oh, okay. so we're gonna get on this Russ, man. Like, cause uh, I, I listened to that Russ last album and uh, was actually kind of looking forward to this. But when he started doing his little interviews and then he's coming out as a whiner, man. Like, I I, I can't respect that. I can't respect that as a man. Uh, nothing is given; everything is earned. So you shouldn't. People shouldn't give you respect. You should go out there each time hungry, earn it. Uh, anytime that you just do the work, do the work. You don't get that proper respect. You should go work harder. You should continue to to drive and move forward. So you can't wind your way into a title. I got something and to say about that. I'll and, let you finish that thought. You do the minute you do something like that, it, it takes away. And I I I can't. If I don't respect you, I'm not listening to your music off that point. So until he can come back and fix that problem and come back and address that. I'm not listening to music. You 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 actually straight just whining about it instead of admitting your own flaws or you, you don't believe just because everybody else have a negative opinion about it, you can't 
push past that and persevere and move forward and continue with your fan base that you do have and continue living the life. And you still got a, a, a good following, good fan base. You're, you're disrespectful to them when you don't, when you sit here and whine about the fans that you don't have. Right, so it will eventually come. You will get the respect if you continue to work hard. Like it's gonna be there. It may not be when you want it right then, but I mean, if a man does that, I, I'm tell, I'm sorry, I lose all respect for you, and you're off the list for me. Gotcha. Like, and and of course, man, I totally understand where you're coming from. And and as far as listening to music nowadays, as far as how much we're, uh, you know, artists let us into their lives, um, via social media and interviews and and things of that nature. How um, more than ever, a lot of artists are a lot more out there. Um, I totally get where you're coming from that you do buy into the person. Like if a person is a jerk and they're that much of a jerk, you're just not going to check for their music at all because you're going to make your own judgment. Like I don't really just don't rock with this person as a person. Um, they just have yeah. to rap out of this world for you. Be like, Oh, you know what? He's an asshole, but his music tight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you, you, you have trade-offs, right? Um, but with that said, man, um, I kind of was on the same wavelength with you like hey man just stop complaining kind of like the thing that wale used to do or whatever where uh -huh. every little thing got on his nerves and he had to say something tweet something respond to yeah. every little thing instead of just you know what just just move on man like you can't please everybody just please the people who do like your music and cater to them um you know kind of like we we were talking about about what we do like you know what i mean the numbers come they come mm -hmm. but we we can only be the best us and, and grow like that uh, moving forward with Russ, that's been his whole rollout the last couple months has been positivity and learning that, yeah, he was an asshole. Yeah, I was a little bit extra on this. I didn't have to be so aggressive. And, um, you know, on several interviews, like same tone, you know, he just had one with Joe Budden on the pull up and it kind of eased like he's been doing that. And then he had uh, something with Rap Radar and several other, you know, um, nerdy uh, interview style, the type of stuff that we listen to, Krez, uh, as far as interviews go. And he's won me over as far as like he's grown from realizing that being an asshole really, you know, turns people off, even people that probably want to give you a chance. You know what I mean? So he's kind of yeah. turned, uh, turned the leaf as far as the, the complaining thing and just doing the work. So I decided to check it out. And actually, to my surprise, um, I got a re really solid album, you know what I mean? So it's a really solid thing. It's not something like I never heard before. Um, there's room for improvement, but I, I see a traje trajectory going, you know, definitely upwards, man, for him. So he he's changing his tune, man. Well, that's, that's, that's good to hear. So I guess I need to go check out a couple of those, but I know the last thing that like I had seen that was majorly pushed, which a hey, social media, of course, all is going to push is the negativity portion. That's what shoots up. And that's why you need to be more, uh, aware of anything that you put out there like because negativity always going to get pushed before positivity does so right not all not all negative press is is good press as far as your longevity yeah. in the game but well fellas um, yeah that's good uh, i'm just yeah yeah um <laughs> it's late Negativity. it's late uh you know uh you know i gotta gotta you know virtually tuck my boy in the bed here because uh he hanging on by a thread right now <laughs> so like I said, man, that narcolepsy, yo, folks out there, if you ha if you suffer from it, you know, go get yourself checked out so you're not on this podcast falling asleep as well. Um, any any last retakes, guys, before before we uh get out of here, man? This was a good old fashioned long one, but I I 
I like these, man. I like when it's just us. You know, I, I love to interview people. Don't get me wrong, but I like when we just shoot the shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 love I just want to say, man, all the show. You know, I know we kind of said it haphazardly, man, but on a serious note, on the Pantheon account, I want y'all to know it was serious. About Patreon, that, man, Patreon, you know, Patreon. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know I said it was wrong. I'm sorry. We serious about those different tiers. And not only serious about it, when you get into those, it does give you some some different exclusive things when you start talking about things you want to see on the show. If you if you got a topic you want to get discussed, uh, something you want us to attack from a male point of view, if you want to see different type of things, to have that type of buy-in. If you haven't noticed by now, or if you've been with us long enough to realize we've been around for a little bit now. This ain't, this ain't no flash in the pan, ain't no fly-by-night organization or operation. So. We definitely want to see what you want. We want to talk about what you want to hear about. And we want to make sure that this is something that we keep going. But unfortunately, ain't nothing in life free. Even Jesus, you got to pay tithes. You got to understand the process of that. So we want to really put that out to you guys. Say that we want to do more and be more. We want you to hear more. So help help me help you. Exactly, man. It's, it's as simple as exclusive episodes. We got we got so much things that we want to ramble on about that we don't even consider because we want to just be clear and concise and have, you know, touch certain areas and not be too overly nerdy in the things that we're actually super duper passionate about. But you may be passionate about those same things and you may want to hear our take on it. And we definitely can drop an exclusive episode for just you and the folks that want to listen to that and put it on, you know, Patreon. So. There's a lot of different ways to do this, you know what I mean? So, um, we definitely gonna make you guys feel like you're getting your money's worth and if even if you go down to the two dollar level, that's that's money in our pocket to do whatever we need to do to to buy, whatever we need to buy to, you know, whatever subscription and there's all types of behind the scene costs this go you know, this goes with. So, you know, we'll make it worth your while no matter what tier you sign up for. Appreciate y'all listening. Please leave y'all little comments down in the bottom, like uh on the show. Uh, send us any uh, topics, the ideas that you have. We can speak on those. And uh, definitely check out that uh, super, new superhero doc, Michael Vick, 30 for 30, ESPN. For sure, for sure. Hey, man, I, I'll holler at you boys, man, when I'm back in town, man. I'll be in a couple of days. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. Hit us up at DSC underscore podcast on the gram or send us an email at don't sleep on the couch at gmail.com. Thank you for coming to sit with us. See y'all next week.